Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, in the office of a little village jail... Superman, in his guise of reporter Clark Kent, stares in amazement as Jimmy Olsen, Lois Lane, Horatio Horn, and Sheriff Withers suddenly and without warning keel over, unconscious. Scott, what, what happened? And what's happening to me? I feel dizzy. I'm losing my strength. What, what is this? Can you remember as far back as this morning, gang, just after you'd finished dressing for school and Mother served up a delicious and nourishing breakfast? An hour, do you recall that long about lunchtime, you felt the driving need for more food? Well, that was because you had used up all the energy contained in your breakfast. You needed more, and Mother saw to it that you got it. But in lots of homes in Europe and Asia, war-ravaged parts of the world, other boys and girls like you, who also need vitamins and calories to keep going, didn't have them. All they got to eat today was maybe a little thin soup and a crust of dry bread. Why? Because that's all there was in the house. Now, how much running and playing and schoolwork do you think you could accomplish with so little nourishment? Not much, believe me. You'd probably grow thin and weak and listless and become subject to sickness and disease. Well, that's exactly what is happening to thousands and thousands of boys and girls all over the world. But you, the lucky boys and girls of America, can help them get the proper kind of food necessary to health and strength so that they, too, can grow up to be useful citizens of the world. You can help them by joining the Crusade for Children. That's the Crusade for Children, a nationwide organization of American young people dedicated to helping the less fortunate children overseas. Later, I'll tell you more about this wonderful opportunity you have to do something really helpful. So, stay with us. And now, the adventures of Superman! After rescuing reporters Lois Lane and Horatio Horn, and rounding up the gang of gold hijackers, Superman brought them to Sheriff Withers' little one-story jail in Moundville, where they were locked up. But then... An amazing thing happened. While Superman, disguised as Clark Kent, was speaking with his friends and the sheriff in the front office of the little jail, first the sheriff, then cub reporter Jimmy Olsen, then Lois, and finally Horatio Horn, suddenly collapsed and fell to the floor, unconscious. 
as Kent stared in amazement, unable to comprehend what had happened, he himself suddenly reeled dizzily and fell to his knees beside Jimmy Olsen. For a brief moment, he stayed that way. Now, calling desperately on his fading strength, he picks up Jimmy and staggers to the door. With groping fingers, he finds the knob, turns it, and pitches out through the open door with Jimmy in his arms. The night air sweeping in from the desert is cool, fresh, and Kent sucks it deeply into his lungs. Oh, this air is good. Oh, I can breathe now. Now, just put Jim down. He'll be all right in a moment. There. Now I'll go back in and get the others. I'm right here, Jim. You feeling better? Oh, I, I guess so. Oh, what happened? One of those hijackers tossed some capsules of knockout gas into the sheriff's office. Knockout gas? Uh-huh. One of the hijackers must have reached out through the bars and tossed the stuff into the office. I found the broken capsules on the floor. Very powerful stuff, too. It even made me a little dizzy. Now, listen, Holy Jim. mackerel. What about Miss Lane and Horatio Horn and the sheriff? I just took them across the street to the village doctor. He says they'll be okay soon. Oh, swell. I'm going after Hurley and his gang now. You wait here, Jim. Hurley? You mean he escaped? Sure, he and his whole gang. There's no trick to break out of this tin plate jail. Jeepers, but... They got I... away in Sheriff Withers' car and headed out on the desert road. I think they're going to make another try to hijack that gold ship. I'll see you later, Jim. Oh, wait, where are you going? After Hurley, of course. Well, how? What can you do? Mr. Kent? Wait, listen. There we are. Changed behind the jail here. This is a job for Superman. Can't see Hurley anymore, but I'll find him. There we are. All set. Now, up, up, and away! See the gold truck snow early, climbing that hill way up ahead, see? Yeah, we'll be up with them in a few minutes, Pete. Get ready, you guys. We're going to work soon. Yeah, okay, early, okay. I counted six trucks. This will be a big hole. Yeah, and an easy job, too. <laughs> Good thing I had those capsules of knockout gas on me, huh, Pete? <laughs> you said it. Hey, if the sheriff and them reporters come to, though, maybe they'll figure we went after the gold. Relax. They'll sleep for a long time. Check your guns, boys. We're almost there. Yeah, okay. Now, listen, Pete. We'll crowd the first truck, see? Yeah. And then what we'll... Hey, what the... Pete! What? We're flying! should have seen it. Seen what, Jim? Superman flying down from out of the sky with Sheriff with his car and the hijackers in it. No kidding. <laughs> On the level. And, oh, brother, you should have seen those hijackers' faces. Yeah? Yeah, some were white as sheets and some were green. <laughs> they couldn't talk. They couldn't even move. Yeah, I'll bet. Look, uh, how are Lois and Horatio and the sheriff? Okay, but pretty groggy. The doctor thinks they ought to stay in bed till tomorrow. All right, you stay with him. I've got to get back to Metropolis and see if the police picked up the brains of this hijacking gang. Oh, I'll go with you. No, I've got to make time, Jim. Oh, what do you mean? How can you make faster time without me? Huh? Oh, uh, well, I, I mean, 
Well, somebody's got to stay here and make sure that Lois and Horatio are all right, see? Well... And you're elected. See you in Metropolis, Jim. So long. Come in. Say, Inspector, did you get... That man. Hello, Clark. Well, what are you doing in Inspector Henderson's office? I'm waiting for the inspector, of course. I've got an appointment with him. Oh, where is he? i got to see him right away, too. Well, he's due in soon. Oh, congratulations. What for? For rounding up that gang of gold hijackers out west. That was a nice piece of work. Oh, thanks, but it's not all over yet. The brains of that outfit is here in Metropolis. He runs a little syndicate which makes up crossword puzzles for the newspapers, and he... You mean he did. What? He's all through directing his hijackers by tip-offs and his crossword puzzles. Matcom, his name is, and he's in a nice, tight cell in the city jail. Oh? Well, fine, but how come you know all about this, Batman? Well, it just happens that Robin and I were working on the case from this end, Clark. Oh, I see. But it's all over now, thanks to you. <laughs> thanks to Horatio Horn of Squeen Run, Ohio, you mean. <laughs> he's the one who tumbled to the plot in the first place. Good old Horatio. Yeah. Love that little screwball. <laughs> Laughing heartily with Batman, Clark Kent permits himself to relax at last, believing that all threats to his friends and himself have been conquered. But unknown to him, he is about to be confronted with one of the weirdest mysteries of his adventurous career, as the city of Metropolis is attacked by the ghost of Captain Kidd. We'll be back in a moment to find out more about it, so keep listening. Gang, let me tell you once again that the biggest job you, the boys and girls of America, can do today is to lend a helping hand to the less fortunate children of Europe and Asia, those innocent victims of the last war who haven't enough to eat. There are 230 million of those hungry children all over the world who look to you for a helping hand. Don't let them down. They'll pay you back for acts of kindness all their lives with understanding friendship. The kind of friendship that leads to world peace. And that is very important. So join the crusade for children in your city. And canvas your neighborhood for contributions. Give plays and parties to raise money. And try to raise additional funds through the sale of cookies and candies which you make. There are lots of other things too. All sorts of things that will bring in money which is then used to purchase healthful, nourishing foods to be sent starving children overseas. Remember that there are 230 million of those sick and starving children in Europe and Asia who are counting on you to help them grow up strong and healthy with proper foods. Don't let them down. Join the crusade for children right now. Enlist the help of your friends in a campaign to raise much-needed funds. Ask your teachers and club leaders to help you organize and give plays. Make it your business to think up ways of raising money. Then turn whatever you collect into your local chapter of the American Overseas Aid and the United Nations Appeal for Children, sponsors of the Crusade for Children, who will be happy to accept your cooperation. Above all, don't put it off. The money is needed right now. So start at once to save the children of the world so you can ensure peace for the world. And now... Back to the adventures of Superman. Beneath the sprawling city of Metropolis lies a vast network of dimly lit tunnels through which gleaming steel rails extend web-like in all directions. Mile after mile of track carrying thundering electric trains crowded with people. This is the lifeline of a mighty city, the great Metropolis Subway. Subway. 
the central traffic office, the mechanical brain of the underground subway system, two men are seated before an electrified map on which pinpoints of red and green light indicate the positions of all trains moving through the twisting labyrinth of tunnels. Below the map is a long row of switches, each marked with a number. To the left and right are plate glass windows looking out on the murky darkness of the underground city. Suddenly a train roars past the windows, its lights illuminating the faces of the two men. One of them reaches out and throws a switch. And as the last car disappears into the darkness, he slips off his high stool and stretches his cramped muscles. Well, clear now until 4.42 at 8.20. I'll go up and get a pot of coffee. Okay. Now, how about a crawler, Joe, or one of them jelly buns? Or something? No, thanks. Coffee will do me. Okay, right. Alone now in the traffic office... Joe Miller, chief dispatcher, watches the illuminated map with its tiny lights blinking like red and green fireflies. He looks up at the clock, but before his eyes can reach it, he catches a reflection in the plate glass window and he stiffens. Behind him, the door to the traffic office is opening slowly, inch by inch. Holding his breath, Joe Miller remains motionless, watching the window. Suddenly, a strange figure slips into the room and closes the door quickly behind him. Joe Miller spins around on his stool. And his eyes bulge in terrified amazement. For there, facing him, armed with a huge cutlass, and dressed in the full regalia of a pirate, is what seems to be the ghost of Captain Kidd. <coughs> Captain Kidd, most infamous of all pirates, has been dead, as we know, for more than a century. But then, who is this man with a skull and crossbones on his three-cornered hat? Fellows and girls, we're beginning a fascinating new story of action, thrills, and mystery, which we promise will keep you on the edges of your chairs from beginning to end. Be sure to tune in tomorrow, same time, same station, for Chapter One of The Ghost Brigade on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom Hicks and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>